Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. And joining us now is Spencer Drango, an offensive lineman with the L.A. Chargers. He also spent two seasons with the Cleveland Browns after being selected by them in the fifth round of the 2016 NFL Draft. He played his college football at Baylor, where he was a two-time All-American and a two-time Big 12 Offensive Lineman of the Year. He joins us to talk faith, football, and life. Spencer, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. All right. Well, we're excited to, to hear a little bit about your story, and, and we'll start, though, uh, talking a little football. And, and of course, uh, teams have OTAs going on right now. So, so how have things been going with the Chargers? What, what's the atmosphere like uh, with, with the OTAs and, and this year's team? Man, things have been going great out here. Um, you know, we got a hungry team this year after, you know, we had one playoff win last year um, and unfortunately lost in the, in the second round of the Patriots who went on to win it but you know we're, we're hungry and we're ready to get back out there and you know give another shot yeah so so based on that that playoff loss uh, you know everybody is is used to to losing to the Patriots but but what was the the, the takeaway from that loss and, and what kind of drives that that hunger for the Chargers this year yeah you know it's been a uh it, it, it was a tough loss because you know we did some things where we should have uh where we thought we could have done a lot better at but um you know you live and learn and um, next time you're in that situation, you you got to do better, and that's what we plan on doing. And so, um, you know, that's definitely been kind of a driving factor for us this year is um, to not repeat the past in that aspect. No, that's great. Really strong point there by Spencer Drango here on Unpacking It. And I'm I'm curious to hear your perspective on head coach Anthony Lynn. And he's he's really done a great job just kind of taking the Chargers to the next level the last couple of years. What what's he like playing for and, and what kind of leader is he in the locker room? Oh, Coach Lynn's an amazing coach to play for. He truly is a player's coach. Um, you know, likes taking care of us and um, you know, the guys want to play for him. That's one of the best parts about it is having a coach you want to play for and not just, you know, a lot of guys are in the league. Um, you know, it's a, it's a job for a lot of guys. Most everyone loves it. Some guys do it because they're good at it. Um, but having an extra aspect of, you know, it's it's fun to play. It's a great coach to play for, a great organization to be a part of. Um, it's kind of like icing on the cake. That That's awesome. So so you're in the middle of, of OTAs, and then, of course, minicamp comes up in, in just a little bit. But then you, you will get a break before – training camp so do you have anything planned for the the summer anything you're you're looking forward to uh i'll be headed back to dallas uh i train in north dallas in the frisco area which is nice you know i've been doing that for a couple of years now so it's good to get back home i'm from texas originally uh you know grew up in austin so always fun to get back to the heartland of, of uh you know texas that's great so let, let let's go there for uh for a moment we're talking with spencer drango here on unpacking it so you grow up in Texas, and you end up playing your college football 
at Baylor. So, so how did you you choose Baylor? There were there were other uh, schools that, that were interested in you, uh, but but how did you you land uh, on Baylor? Um, so ultimately, it came down to three schools. Um, one was obviously Baylor. The second was Stanford, and the third was University of Texas. And so it it kind of. I grew up in Austin, so I was a huge UT fan growing up. You know, always wanted to go there. Mm. Uh, but that offer came about two weeks before signing day, and I've already committed to Baylor oh. uh, for about a year at that point. And so what ended up happening was, you know, it was a tough decision, but it came down to, like, separating the fan and myself and the, the player mm. and what the best spot for the player would be. And it turned out to be Baylor, you know, and the kind of the deciding factor for that was, Baylor, uh, excuse me, UT and Stanford had already been at the top. They've already been national spotlight, national champs, won the division, or excuse me, the conference. And Baylor really hadn't. And so for me, it was it was more a part of being a part of building a tradition and not just jumping on with one. Not saying that's anything wrong with that, but for me, I just wanted to help you know lay the foundation for a great tradition. Yeah, you had you had a very successful career there, and and so as you look back at those college years, not only on the field but but off the field as well, what what comes to mind as far as you know, kind of takeaways or or what kind of impact did those years have on you as as a football player, but also as a man? Uh, as a football player, I mean, it was it was awesome. Went in, I was there for five years, and was in my time there, we won fifty games, and so that's. Um, an accomplishment in itself right there. And so that was, that itself was, it was awesome. Um, but as a man, you know, going to a Christian university was important to me. Faith is all through the university. You're, you know, you're required to take chapel if you go to Baylor, which is kind of fun, uh, kind of cool. It's a good time to go to chapel there. Um, and other religion classes are thrown in. Um, the faith of the team was really strong. Uh, we had a great chaplain, Wes Yeary. Uh, and, you know, also the leader of our FDA there, which I was pretty involved with as well. So, you know, just those things, being able to be around a group of guys that were like-minded always strengthens faith, you know. Before every game, uh, we, we'd usually do like a player group. We'd get together, I don't know, 30 minutes or so, hmm. kind of the night before a game, and just kind of go around and talk about people's prayer needs or whatever, whatever they needed, you know. So it, it, was, it was a really good time and, you know, got close with a lot of good people. That, that's awesome. Spencer Drango, our guest right now on Unpacking It, played his college football at Baylor and now uh, is an offensive lineman with the L.A. Chargers. And, and so you, you talk about this you know, season of your life. You're in college and, and you're surrounded by, by like-minded people. How much of that have you now kind of taken into the NFL and, and incorporated the best you can as far as you know, surrounding yourself with, with those types of guys or, or bring in you know, uh, the faith side of things into your football career, a little bit easier at a Christian school. Uh, so what has that transition been like for you into the NFL? It's actually been a really great transition. Um, you know, there's a lot of, lot of guys with faith on the team. And, you know, we meet. Um, we're Actually, right now we're doing, well, there's probably nine of us going through um, the book of John right now. So, you know, just doing four chapters a week and just kind of unpacking it and seeing what's in there and learning from it. So it's been really cool. I mean, even at the Browns, we had Bible study every week. We had great chaplain, uh, Robert Brooks at the Browns. And then here we got uh, a great chaplain too. And it's been really, really, really cool just to be able to continue that, that faith walk in sports. Pretty all that I am to God, um, you know, he, he blessed me with the abilities to do what I do. And I can't thank him enough for it. And he put me where I am 
today. So I, I can't, you know, all glory to him. Amen. I'm right there with you. Well, it, it's cool to hear that, that you've been able to, to find, you know, these opportunities and, and being able to find other teammates to, to you know, go through John together uh, is, is pretty sweet. So I love hearing that. But, but at the same time, just the, the overall step for you into the NFL, in what ways has being an NFL player challenged your faith? And, and then kind of specifically, maybe what are some ways that, that it's actually grown your faith? Uh, it, it's challenging because it, it, we do play a sport, but it is still a job. It is a business mm. on this side of things. And so a lot of people kind of don't know that, you know, oh, it's, you know, there's only 53 guys plus a 10-man practice squad that makes the team every year. That's right. And so, you know, one of the things for me, it, patience, perseverance, you know, you really got to rely on God because, uh, you know, after two years with the Browns and going through a third camp, I was released and kind of sitting at home waiting on a phone call for, mm. for about two weeks. Mm. Uh, I had a few workouts here and there, but, you know, that was that was trying. One of my favorite verses is Proverbs uh, 3, 5, and 6. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not in your own understanding. Seek his way in all you do, and he shall light the way of your path. So that in itself, I never have to worry because I've always got him with me. He's always looking out for me. He's got a plan set out for my life. And if I just trust in that plan, I know everything is going to work out great. Amen. That's strong. Spencer Drango with us right now on Unpacking It. And and so you mentioned being released by Cleveland. And and so you, you spent a couple seasons with them. You actually you were able to play pretty quickly into your rookie season. You started some games. You, you filled in for the great Joe Thomas. Uh, but you also experienced losing a, a lot of games in, in Cleveland. So So how do you describe that experience with the Browns? Um, you know, first of all, I'm grateful they gave me the opportunity uh, to be there. Um, you know, that's all anyone can ask for is a chance, uh, especially in, in the profession that I've chose, chosen to go to. But also, you know, like you said, uh, I was able to start 18, 19 games, did an injury over two years, nine of which were for Joe Thomas, which was unbelievably humbling. Uh, having him there was awesome, though, because he's one of the best coaches around because he's done it all, you know. If if you're having trouble with something, you know, you go to him. <laughs> it's having an extra coach on the sideline and on the field, which is always a great thing. So, no, but I, I was grateful for the opportunity to play. The losing does it does stink. I was there for the two years that they won one game over two years. Uh, actually, the one win was against the Chargers, which was kind of funny. Oh, that is funny. Um, ironic. <laughs> uh, but perseverance was the main thing, especially coming out of high school where we won a lot of games coming out of Baylor where, like I mentioned before, we won 50 games in five years. And so I wasn't used to losing and I don't think you ever want to get used to losing. You want to use it as a motivator for sure. Uh, and that's what we all tried to do. And it was pretty, we were all, it's not like we wanted to lose. Um, everyone stuck together, which is something that was really cool to see as well. You know, you didn't have anybody just kind of shut it down and, and blow off everything well we've lost all these games i'm just going to check out for the season everyone was you know stuck to it and wanted to get that win and wanted to play um so you know it's it 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 was tough um but again having having those guys of faith around me and everyone going through the same thing and rowing the boat in the right direction uh made it a lot easier yeah well that no that's so cool to hear that's a good perspective because even a, a lot of times we'll we'll hear about the the faith of a team that is having a ton of success or, or, you know, when guys are going on a great run and whether college football or the NFL or, or you name it, we'll, we'll hear those stories. But I'm just curious, here you are, two seasons with the Browns, 
only win one game, yet you say, hey, these guys stuck together. We, we had men of faith that were, were rallying around each other. How, how does that how does that happen? And, and in some ways, it's almost you know surprising to hear that. But then at the same time, it's like, well, yeah, we, we trust God during the, the down seasons and the, the successful seasons of life. And that's that's why we're so thankful to have Jesus and to be able to rely on him. So so I don't know. I just I'd love to hear even kind of more about that and just your your experience with that. Yeah, no, um, it was it was a lot of the leadership of the team, um, which consequently were the, the spiritual leaders of the team as well. You know, those the the guys who were who were leading the huddles were also the guys who were out there leading the the prayer groups and and um, you know the Bible studies and everything like that. So I think that went pretty close hand in hand. Um, why we were able to stick together so well, and you know, uh, part of it is. Everyone here, everyone there was a competitor. No one wanted to lose. So you want to snap the streak and keep playing to not get, you know, zero wins. Unfortunately, we weren't able to do that um, my second year there. But, you know, it happens. And I think they're in a, because of what happened and everything that's transpired to their sense, I think they're in a much better spot. They've done excellent in the draft and free agencies over the last couple of years. So, um, you know, they're, they're going to be a team to, to look out for in that AFC North. Absolutely. They're, they're turning the corner, it, it appears to, to be the case. And so uh, we're excited for you, though. Spencer Drango, offensive lineman with the L.A. Chargers. And uh, after spending a couple seasons with the Browns, uh, now he's been in L.A. And, and so you, you've talked about your, your faith. I'm, I'm curious, at, at what point in your life did God become personal? And, and, and when did you really start to understand what it means to, to, to follow Jesus and, and, and pursue him uh, in, in all areas of your life? Yeah, um, it's a great question. For me, I, I you know, I, I grew up in church, grew up Catholic, so going to church with my parents, uh, you know, sang a little bit in the choir. Uh, my mom was big in the choir. She still sings today at our, at our home church. So, you know, that was a big influence on me as well. But for me, it was probably my confirmation because I was baptized when I was really little. You know, that wasn't necessarily my choice. Um, you know, as I was growing up, it, it going to church and everything it finally was like all right confirmation kind of was like all right this is your choice what do you want to do and, and so i was like well yeah i want a relationship with god and jesus and so that's kind of what i pursued you know and then from there uh high school furthered even more with fca i was a um a huddle leader in fca and so that was a huge part of um my development as, as well in high school was just I learned so much um, through FCA going to camps um, and just even in the, the small groups and huddles that we had was just a really good the chance to, to be around in fellowship. That's awesome. Very cool. Spencer Drango, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And so then as, as far as kind of this season of your, your life, what has God been teaching you or, or revealing to you or, or what have you been maybe focusing on most recently? Um, for me, it's, it's, it is still patience. Um, and just uncertainty, you know, and you have to trust the Lord with all your heart. And I, I, you have to do it daily, honestly, because it could be you're here one day and gone the next, not just in life, but in, in football. So you, know, you could be bouncing around from team to team to team and finally find a spot to fit. So you just have to have patience and, and, and perseverance as well. So it, it's, it seems like an easy lesson to learn, but it, it's one that just takes time and you got to just keep going back to it every day you know, for sure. And, you know, every, every time you step on the field, it's a blessing. Um, That's right. You know, you're not guaranteed another breath on this earth, but you're not guaranteed another play on the field. And you hope you can, you can pick your own end. 
mm. um, is ultimately the, the career goal of a football player is deciding when you want to finish and not having that decided for you. Just trusting that even if it does happen, you know, even if it does end when I don't want it to, that it's all for a reason and a plan. And it, it's, it's tough to go through sometimes, you know, because you don't want it to, but it's not really up to you most times. You know, there's a higher power at work and you just got to go with it. So there you go. Absolutely. Spencer Drango, our guest right now on Unpacking It. And, man, really just appreciate you, uh, yeah, just sharing your, your heart and, and, and being willing to uh, just kind of let, let us into uh, your faith journey. And, and so it's really cool to hear. And, and so as we, we wrap up, though, we'll, we'll transition a little bit just to uh, just a couple fun kind of quick questions. We, we call it tap drill. And, uh, and so we'll just, we'll just tap around a few, a few of these questions real quickly. So you, you mentioned you grew up in Texas. You, you lived in Cleveland when you were playing with, playing with the Browns. Now you're in L.A. What's the, the maybe one thing you love most about each city? Ooh, great question. Uh, well, L.A. is the weather. You can't be 72 and sunny all year round. <laughs> Cleveland, uh, honestly, the food. Uh, oh. Cleveland had a great food scene. You know, if you knew where to go and knew where to look, you could always find something really, really good to eat. And then Austin, uh, man, Austin's home. That's the thing I love about it. No matter – Texas is home. No matter where I go, you're going to have that Southern hospitality. That, that's good stuff. So, of course, you're a, you're a big offensive lineman. So, so what food do you eat the most of? Oh, I eat everything. Um, <laughs> that's probably why I got so big. <laughs> um, no, but my, probably my favorite food, uh, I do love a nice steak, probably a ribeye, mm. or uh, some chicken wings. Nice. Very delicious. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so who was your favorite athlete growing up? Athlete, I was actually born in Indianapolis, so I got to go with uh, Peyton Manning. Nice. I'm right there with you. All right, what about the last movie that you saw? Oh, man. Uh, I want to say it was Avengers Endgame. Okay. Which was a while ago. I need to see some more. There's a bunch of new ones out. That's right. Now it's the summer, so now, now we get to catch up on some movies. What about your favorite music that you've been listening to these days? I'm a, huge, I'm a big country fan, but actually... Usually keep it on uh, the message in my in my car, Sirius XM. Oh yeah, no, love love the message and our our shows on Sirius XM. So uh, yeah, big supporter of uh, the message for sure. All right, what about uh, your favorite sport to watch besides football? Ooh, probably basketball. It's just a pace and and, and fun to watch. I can watch baseball, but I got to be there in person. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right there with you as well. All right, last one. Uh, take us into a huddle with Philip Rivers. What, what's it like? Give us a, a, some sort of element from that, that, that time in the huddle with Philip Rivers. Uh, just energy. I mean, he's, he is anything that you've seen him on, you know, on the field is him. He's just a high-energy guy, super competitive, hates to lose at anything, and a really, really strong Christian. And so you know, he, he's got nine kids right now. I don't know how many more he's going to get, but you know, he's, he's, just, he's a great dad and a great coach and player on the field. So it's, he's just a really great guy to be around. That, that's awesome. That, that might be the line of the, the interview. He's got nine kids, and I don't know how many more he's going to have. Wow, that's, uh, that's great. I mean, yeah, it, it's crazy. <laughs> that's cool. Well, well, Spencer, man, th- thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having some, some fun with us, and uh, really cool to, to hear your story and, and, and wish you the best uh, during the, the OTAs and, and mini camp and training camp and, and an awesome season uh, ahead with the Chargers. So, so really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Really appreciate you having me on. Thanks, Brian. Awesome. Thanks so much. There's Spencer Drango, offensive lineman with the L.A. Chargers, joining us here on Unpacking It. 
For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackinit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackinit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.